Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Dion for another episode of Wusha Weekend. It's been a very, very long time, so before we get into that, I want to welcome Dion back, and I want to, you know, just, you know, uh, I don't know, have a moment to, to just catch up before we jump right into the movie, but I don't know, Dion, are you, uh, how are you feeling? How is everything going for you? I'm feeling pretty good. Everything's going well, just working and going to church and hanging with my family and friends so far i've not gotten covid so cross your fingers knock on wood i'm hoping not to get it but i've been vaxxed and boosted so how are I'm, you doing i'm good i'm vaxxed but i'm not boosted and so and i'm and i'm on the i'm on the edge about whether i'm going to get the boost or not because the last the last shot was was really really heavy i was i was i was uh, i felt the effects pretty strongly of the second shot um but i'll probably end up getting my boost in like i don't know sometime in the next few months i'm about due i'm like it's like i had that six month grace period and now i'm supposed mm-hmm. to go back in at some point so um but yeah so i've you know, i've been pretty good um and we have a an interesting movie tonight also it's 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 an interesting movie but it's 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 a result of some sad news. Jimmy Wang Yu passed away, and so we decided to do Magnificent Chivalry, which was um, on the Wu Tang channel on YouTube. Which I would recommend to people. I've been watching that a lot, actually. It's a really good resource, mm-hmm. I would say, for for free martial arts movies. Um, you know, again, part of the part of their concept is they kind of show movies the way that we saw them when we were kids on TV. Do, do you know what I mean? Like a lot yeah. of the movies are like they're not. These are not. They're not going for this is like a um, a restored 4K version of the movie. It's like this is the movie that you saw when you were a kid on on like Saturday morning or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Um, so some so the quality can vary. But but you, I don't know. Would you say that they're mostly dubbed, or would you say that they're fifty fifty on the dubs and subs? I think they're mostly. I've seen more dubbed than subbed. But you can find them in different languages too. Some there, okay. the one we watched was dubbed in English but subbed in German. So, yeah, yeah. So you know you get an interesting mix. They put up a lot of Spanish language versions where they're dubbed in Spanish. I've seen those. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. So yeah. So, but I I like the channel. I think it's because they put up so many, and especially when Amazon started dropping all of those mm-hmm. Prime movies for like there were there used to be a ton of Shaw Brothers movies on. They still have some, but they're not nearly the number they were before. Many of them you have to pay for or rent or buy or whatever. And you know if you know and, and YouTube obviously you can they also have a service where you can watch a lot of these movies. And Apple has a service where you can watch some of these movies. But I don't know. I feel like some of these are films where you don't necessarily know what you're getting into. And so it's it's an easier genre to enjoy if you can go in and watch them free with ads or whatever. So I like I like the Wu-Tang channel right now. Um, and what we did was uh, Magnificent Chivalry. Uh, this is a 1971 movie. I think it's a Taiwanese movie. Am I correct in that or do we... You know, that's what it says on Hong Kong Movie Database. That's what I'm going Yeah, on. there's not much information online about this movie. Okay. So, and it, and again, it stars Jimmy Wei Yu. It's a pretty simple plot. He basically has to go recover some imperial treasure that's been stolen by, you know, by a bad guy who I think he leads, what is it, the Black Tiger Gang? Yes. Is that the, and and I, 
I get. Should I give the spoilers now, or should we wait till later in the episode to give the spoilers on the on the twist? Uh, let's wait. Okay. All right. So there's there's some really you know uh, you know really sharp turns in the plot towards the end of the movie, and it's uh you know it, it, but again it's it's it involves like you know it's that sort of standard bandits, imperial treasure, and like you know a guy who's been charged with dealing with the bandits in some way. And so he has to go and infiltrate them. And, you know, that's, that's essentially the synopsis. Uh, but, but I promise you, there's a lot more towards the end, which we just are not talking about right now. And it's only what an hour and 20 minutes, right? Was that yeah. Say? So I watched it this morning and I watched it right before the podcast. And this is my first time seeing it though. That ending scene, that final fight, I know I've seen before somewhere. So I don't know if I saw it maybe when I was a kid on TV or if I caught that final battle or if I saw it on YouTube. Like sometimes people just put up really cool mm -hmm. fight scenes. So that was very when I got to that, I was like, oh, this is familiar. But none of the rest of the movie, I didn't recognize any of the rest of the movie. So it was totally a new experience for me other than that. Um, you know, what, what, what did you think of it, Dion? I know you said you saw it twice before. Before the yeah, the first time I watched it last week, I was having a hard time paying attention to it, but I think it was mostly because it was nighttime. It was after my second job of tutoring, and I was just kind of ready to go to bed, but I wanted to be prepared because originally we were supposed to record last week, mm -hmm. um, but then I watched it again today right before the podcast, and I paid better attention to it, so I... I understood it a little bit better the second time around than the first time. I missed a lot the first time. It would be easy to do. Um, and by the way, the, the the rescheduling was was me. That was my 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 fault that we rescheduled. Um, what, what did you did you like it or did you did you not like it? I liked it. It was just you know your typical bandits, imperial gold, someone having to go out to get it. Um, but the plot twist that we'll talk about later um, helped it be a better filmed yeah. film. I probably wouldn't have liked it if it hadn't been for the plot twist because I think that one of the characters they could have used better. Um, who was that? That was the um, the Chang Ching Ching character, the woman? Yes, the woman yeah. that was uh, pretending to be a man to save her sister. So yeah. yeah, I think they could have used her a little bit better. I think especially after her introduction, because her introduction was almost like I was thinking of like "Come Drink with Me" when she showed up. Yeah, it had that vibe me too. And, and so I thought she was going to do more fighting. And I'll just go ahead and spoil it at the end of the movie when uh, the main villain and. Jimmy Wang Yu's character are fighting on the beach. I thought that she would come back. You know mm. how a character goes away for a while usually, then they show up at the end and help out. And yeah. I kind of expected that to happen, but that didn't happen at all. Yeah. When she no, left, she was gone. I agree a hundred percent. See, in some ways, so I agree, I agree with the criticism number one, because she was such an introduction and she was like magnificent. And then after that, there was a scene where she's like, actually, my Kung Fu is not all that good. I'm kind of crappy. And then she kind of like meekly retreats into the background of the movie. 
And but it was like such a stunning introduction that it just didn't right. it didn't make sense to me. Like I don't it, mind it, if they have a character like that, but you got to pick: is she this stunning martial hero, or is she this person that's like not even really mediocre? And do you know what I mean? Like that was right. the and and so the and I don't know. I, and I liked I liked because when it first started, I was kind of like, oh okay, this is you know like you were saying, like a typical kind of thing. But then she shows up and it's like, oh, this is like a glimmer of like a little more going on in the movie. It's like she did something about the introduction. They really sold that introduction mm -hmm. and the selling of that introduction because it, it was actually quite good. I was disappointed that it wasn't really followed up with much. Right. Cause but. I thought she was going to be a totally integral part of the movie. And for me, the way that she left like her whole sequence should have been if it hadn't been in a movie it wouldn't have changed the movie for me yeah so but if they had used her better and more of an integral part and not a side side story and it wasn't even much of a side story um if they had used her better her whole entire piece missing from the movie would have definitely changed the feel. Yeah, I, I agree. You like you said, the introduction of her character was so reminiscent of "Come Drink with Me" that I was just like, okay, he's got a little helper here. We're gonna gonna get the bad guys together, okay? Mm -hmm. And then we go through the movie, and she pretty much just wants to save her sister. Once she gets her sister, she's gone. <laughs> Well, and, like, he, and he's even like quick you just stay here and wait that's basically what he says yes. you just stay here and wait um and so it's i don't know it was, it was disappointing um and also i agree with you about the end because i think that the ending it that ending number one i like i did like the ending i like the final fight when they're caked in mud and like, it's uh -huh. like you know and especially after the revelation of the twist i thought that was a cool ending but i was also like you know this is a great movie where i don't necessarily know if he's going to survive the final fight and i think he might not and when he survived i was kind of disappointed because i think that it would have been a more interesting movie if this was a movie where the hero died and then like you're saying the woman showed up because he had done that good deed and rescued the sister she showed up alone or with the sister and it's like okay now i'm gonna finish you off because you know you know i i want to do a good deed for this person that helped me or something it wouldn't it, it would have given it a, I don't know, it, 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 that would have been so much more satisfying, I think. Yeah, I totally agree, especially since she was so intent on killing him. And then the one scene where, like, he's doing battle in his courtyard and he didn't know that the two were up on the roof. They could have easily killed him then. And she states that. So, yeah. you know, I figured she would have some some part of him dying in the end, but then it just didn't work out that way. So it was very disappointing and unsatisfying. Yeah. It it, it did feel kind of like one of those things where like, maybe there could only be one star. Maybe that was something that was going on or I don't know, but the, you know, that might've been an element to it because it did feel odd that she got this bold introduction and then kind of simmered after that. But I have no idea because I couldn't find any information on the movie really. It was like, uh, the it was it's one of those things where when you looked it up online, you would just find repeated information from another source, and then you started mm -hmm. to wonder, well, how much of that is even accurate? Because <laughs> that's uh, you know, it's it's obviously there's like a game of telephone going on here. So right. Um, 
but yeah, so so I don't know. I I I, I agree with that assessment. I I my my reaction to the movie was for the first half or so, with the exception of that introduction of the female character, um, I thought that it was uh, it was kind of very middle of the road. I was kind of like I could take it or leave it. I'm not really. Mm -hmm. The the only the only thing I really noticed that I was like, oh, that's kind of cool was Jimmy Wang Yu as like the sort of beggar type character when he's mm -hmm. trying to infiltrate the group. I thought that was like a an interesting look for him. And I liked some of the fight sequences. The fights all had a real they had like an old school athleticism, but there was a little bit more sharpness to it. And I liked that. So especially for 1971, I thought it was I thought it was decent fight choreography for that period. Um, yeah, so you, I, you look like you might disagree, so I'm not sure. Uh, my only thing with the fight scenes from that early on in the martial arts films is that the wounds are so superficial. It's like, you don't, they shouldn't die from that, Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So it's not as realistic as later in the later movies. And, you know, sometimes you don't even see the wound. You just see the slashing motion and a guy covers yeah. where he supposedly was injured and falls down so you know it's that kind of thing to me is unrealistic but yeah i agree with the fight scenes i particularly like the one at the end yeah i, I like it's that one different scenery i liked i liked the 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 female characters fight sequence i liked a lot of the other fight sequences i liked the range of weaponry they were using there were some really cool weapon combinations in mm -hmm. the fights even that last one where he's got like the bamboo sword and the other guy has the sword with all the rings in the back okay. and um but there were other there were a bunch of other scenes where i was like oh what is that weapon that's kind of interesting and it, it was often a character who drops dead in a moment but it, i like that i like when i like when they introduce a character with kind of like a funny look and an interesting weapon even though he's only in the movie for like 20 seconds, you know, right. It, uh, it, it's like a really efficient way to characterize, you know, the, 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 the people in the film. Um, so I also liked some of the reverse crank technique that I was noticing in it. Some of that looked pretty good too. Um, that can, that can either add or take away from a movie mm -hmm. depending on how it's done. And and here I was like, I like, I like where they're choosing to do it. Do you know what I mean? It was, mm. it was working. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I guess we should probably talk about the spoiler, right? Like, is that something that we should get into yet? Or do, you, do we have other things we should discuss first? We can, yeah, let's go ahead into the spoiler. Okay. So if you've not seen it, I would advise watching it before you continue listening, or if you don't care, continue listening, but we are going to spoil an important plot twist. So, and again, I might have this slightly wrong because I was kind of, I was watching this very casually and I was doing that a little intentionally because I find that you sometimes get a better initial reaction to a movie. If you know, if you're like watching it casually, do you know what I mean? And you're not, mm -hmm. you're not like, you're not studying it. If that makes sense, you know, it's sort of like I, I, and then after the initial casual viewing, then that's the thing that I sort of formulate my judgment on is, do I want to go back and learn more? Do I want to rewatch it? And so uh, the plot twist in this is that we find out that he and the leader of the Black Tigers are actually long lost brothers. And this is revealed to him by his by his mother, his stepmother, uh, who's stepmother, stepmother. And, and she's residing at, the, you know, at the uh, uh, Black Tiger headquarters. And so I don't know. Th th that's when the movie got interesting for me. That's when I was like, 
oh, this is more than just a bodyguard movie. Right. No, um, I totally agree. Up to that point, it was ho-hum and just a typical movie, but it was like, dun-dun-dun! Yeah. You know, just, oh, wow, really? Okay, let's yeah. see where this goes. Yeah, and, and a lot of movies have those kind of but I'm your brother things, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's common in the genre, but they don't all pull it off very well. You know, like, there's varying degrees of how well that is done. And here, I just, I don't know if it was because of Jimmy Wang Yu's performance or what, but I really was sold on it, and I found that it added a lot of emotional weight to the remainder of the movie. I, I totally agree because you could feel the tension that Jimmy Wang Yu's character had inside because the mother actually asked him not to kill his brother. She asked him to lead him on the correct path. She said she didn't teach him well, but she wanted Jimmy Wang Yu's character to give him a second chance not to kill him allow him to turn over a new leaf. But, um, you know, you could tell he wouldn't be that type because when they were in the courtyard fighting and his mom comes to the door and asks if that was him and if he was fighting, he kind of just looks at her and then he throws up his hands and laughs maniacally and, like, mm -hmm. runs off. And that was kind of weird. But when you get further into the movie, you understand kind of why it was there yeah yeah and i i think uh i like that internal conflict that he had i also like that and again i don't know sometimes with these movies you don't know if the title that we're going off of has any relation to the actual title of the film right but i felt like magnificent chivalry at least felt like i the the, the title made sense to me once that conflict started happening and you have this character that had like two diametrically opposed things that were part of the chivalric cold that he lives by pulling him in opposite directions. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? And so that was, I think versus duty. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, um, I mean, again, it's like, you know, it's kind of a classic one, but I, I thought that it, it worked and it, uh, you know, cause sometimes the movie will just be called blah, blah, blah chivalry. And you won't know why <laughs> you won't know. You won't understand why there was an emphasis on chivalry or whatever is, you know, in the title. And here it was pretty clear. So, um, so yeah, I really like that. Uh, and I thought, I don't know, I, th I thought that it was, uh, from that point on, I was like, okay, I, now I want to go back and rewatch this and pick up all of the plot details. Cause now I know like there were nuances I was missing that mm -hmm. would add more to what was going on. So I, I had, I had a much more favorable reaction. I would say around, I don't know if it was around the 40 minute mark or where it was that it did this, but around that time frame is when it it went from like okay I'm you know this is fine to oh this is better than fine you know that was sort of my that was my trajectory watching the movie yeah I'm and the whole well the first time I watched it I kind of was like one's Lufu and one's Lupo now how yeah. strange is that that they have the same surname mm -hmm. and even though I in the first time I watched it I realized that they were you know, the plot twist with them being brothers, it was just still kind of weird. But okay. both, but realizing that they both changed their names, because I missed that part when the wife said about two or three years before 
the movie had taken place, you know, the time of the movie, that he had changed his name. Because they actually have two names, their original family name, and then what they changed it to. And then Jimmy Wang Yu's character had a third name because he used an alias when he infiltrated. And I didn't even realize that she had said he had changed his name. But the coincidence of brothers changing their names to their surnames to Lou and not have seen each other in 20 years is like astronomical. And that should have been like some kind of clue, you know, (laughs) then it was like, click, click. Okay. I got that. Okay. So yeah, but it wasn't until she stated that they were brothers that it clicked. So, and, and the naming thing, that was the thing where I was losing some of the nuance because I got, I knew that there were name changes, but I didn't track the whole history of it i was having a little trouble following that i was also having when she first told him the backstory i was like wait a second she's whose mom what's going on here it took me it took a second for it to all kind of sink in and then i had to pick it up from context of other things that were said after right and i don't even know who was who's which brother is older it sounded like the dad had the wife which was the villain's mom, and then maybe a concubine or a mistress, mm. which would have been Jimmy Wang Yu's mom. And she died in childbirth, so the other mother raised them, and then something happened, I guess, like, early teenage years where she sent him off, mm. and, you know, she was waiting for him to come back. And But, yeah, so... In, and it was kind of confusing because one minute it'd be 18 years, then it would be 20, and then it'd be 20-something. And it was just like, okay, how many years really is it? The number kept changing. And uh, I, Do you think that was the translation that maybe caused that? Or do you think there was some aspect of the story that we weren't picking up on? That like... No, I think that was a translation because the numbers were so close. Okay. You know, sometimes people will say, well, about 18 years ago, and then mm. the next time they tell the story, it's probably like 20 years ago. Mm. It was all in the same scene. <laughs> you know, I always, so like a little confusing. I always call this the 20-year backstory in these kind of movies, because so uh-huh. many of them have it, where it's like the younger character is talking to an older character, and they're like, wait, but I got to tell you what actually happened 20 years ago with your father, or with who, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I love that. That's my favorite trope in the wuxia genre i think because it's the one that's so relatable you know mm-hmm. like everybody's had that experience where they're like wait aunt so-and-so did what what ha-? you know you you get you get these family stories 20 or 30 years later and it clarifies things right yes and, definitely so i so i've always really kind of like glommed on to these to that particular uh plot device in these movies and so when that happened and this was oh good i mean like a 20-year backstory like you know like that's definitely got me excited so that so that definitely did trigger a bias that i have i think i have a bias towards that and also i think movies about brothers are always compelling do you know what i mean like yes so uh or siblings in general goes horribly wrong and one is so straight-laced yeah yeah that's it's it's kind of like it's like a what is it like the fox and the hound type of a thing? It's like that kind of a story. Um, that I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen that since I was a kid, so maybe I'm maybe that's a bad analogy because I don't remember <laughs> yeah. what I don't remember what they're if it was the same type of thing. But yeah, I, I I also think that kind of explains why the bad guy 
his name what was his his name was Lu was it Lu Fu? Lu Fu. Why Lu Fu liked Jimmy Wang Yu so much? Because you know, he 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 immediately gives him like a really important title in the organization. He puts him in command right. of men. He goes out, he fails horribly, right? He comes, he doesn't fail. He actually intentionally fails, but this guy doesn't right. know it. He comes back, he's bloody, all the men are dead. He's like, well, you know, go rest, right? Like he doesn't, he doesn't punish him. In these movies, usually the bad guy, when when somebody comes back from something like that, they get punished or something, right? Like there's- Usually know, killed. Yeah, they get killed or at least they get stripped down or, you know, like they get shouted at or something. But here he's just like, ah, go rest. To me, it was just very evident that that there was chemistry between them, and that they they that he had some kind of respect for him as a person mm-hmm. that went beyond oh you fought really well when you showed up here. Um, and and so, part of me was wondering too if he kind of even though he like talked his two top henchmen down, but part of me was wondering if maybe he had an inkling that he was. Um, the bamboo swordsman who was coming to get him, Lu Fu. Um, you know, maybe he had an inkling, so he was trying to keep him as close as possible. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. That's what I was thinking at that point. And then after the reveal, I was like, oh, maybe he knew it was his brother all along. You know, like maybe he had some information about it. But but there was something knowing that. about, huh? I never thought that he knew that um, Lu Pooh was his brother. I just, and that made me think that maybe Lu Fu was the younger one because if the okay. older one had been sent away uh, in the early teenage years and he was still a little kid, then probably wouldn't remember his brother. But then something that the sister said, the sister-in-law had said, made me kind of question that when she was talking that she wouldn't have known if it was uh, the brother, if he hadn't said it was him. Maybe she had kind of been around in the picture and knew him from before too. Like okay. maybe. Yeah. Cause they like often have these like, up in the yeah. household or something. Yeah. That's, that seems to be pretty common. A lot of these stories where like the characters mm-hmm. grew up together and they, they get married. So I, I could see that. Yeah. I, I don't think there was any evidence to support my, by wondering about that, because in the final scene, it's not like he was like, oh, I knew it was you all along. Right. Right. So but he also wasn't hugely surprised either in that scene. So I felt like I had some room to wonder. Right. Right. Um, right. If uh, maybe if it was just even like a maybe him not knowing, but just having a feeling. But but yeah, so I don't know. But, but it, it did make me again. So it's an odd film because the first half is kind of pretty vanilla until you get to that that part that we're talking about. But then once you get to the plot twist, it's like, oh, I want to go back now and watch all that and find out more. Um, So, I mean, again, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was like a five out of five movie. It was more like, I I, I don't remember what our, what was our last rating scale we used to use? Um, Five, five stars. Okay. I mean, I would put this at like a high three for me, if that makes sense, a high three. Yeah, I uh, would too. It's definitely not a four or five. Yeah, but it's not a one or a two either. Yeah, yeah, and and a three alone, something about just putting it a three, I would have been fine with just playing three without the plot twist. But the plot twist t- takes it up a notch, but not mm-hmm. to a four. You know, there's like a 
it's it's a good three is how I would describe it. Um, uh, you know, they, they, if I guess if this was like a grading system with papers, it'd be like a C plus would be the yeah. I put it in your realm of <laughs> that's what we should have been doing all along because that's that's probably you know uh, that's more that, in my wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. And so, and you can tell me if I'm way off because you probably have a much better sense of how the the grading system works. Um, no, I would put it at a, at a C plus myself. C plus, yeah, that, that it's, feels it's above. It's it's average, but it's better than average, but not above average. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 just got a little bit more oomph to it than a normal middle of the road movie. Um, the other thing too is it was a little hard to evaluate at times because obviously it's kind of a chopped up version of it. It's like not. Like most of it looked pretty good overall, but like the sound quality wasn't the best. And right. and some of the shots, like I don't know if it was the way the film was originally cut or if it was just the version that we were watching. I suspect the latter, but there were jumps in the edits that were a little jarring. Um, mm -hmm. And and I wasn't always sure if I was watching the original cropping of the frame right. either. And there uh, was one section at the end of the movie where Jimmy Wang Yu is, you know, the beach has kind of levels to it and he was rolling down the levels and his brother was trying to stab him the whole time. Mm. It just looked like they were playing the same thing over and over oh. and over again. Like if they would really gone down steps, like the scenery and the angle of the shot kind of would have changed, but it was the same thing over and over again. Like they took the same. Oh, I get what you're saying. Same uh, section and just clipped it in, clipped it in. Okay. So, you know, it just was weird. I was like, is the movie skipping or is that supposed to happen? I'll you have know? to watch that again. Cause I missed that, but now I'm I, I could see how that might've been the case there. Um, and then a couple of times it went back to the original language of Mandarin and well one time it went back to Mandarin and then I think it was two times it went to German. Oh really? Oh in the subtitles or in the No, in the audio. I didn't even notice that. Like the did they like, did the did I the heard, um when oh let me see. In the one scene where um they're fighting and it's at night and um They're chasing after Jimmy Wang Yu and the the sister. He's helping her get away, the trapped sister. They go, doi, doi, you know, go away, go, go. Oh, okay. And um, so, you know, you might not hear it. And then there's one part where they're talking with the mother and I hear German. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even like, notice what? that. I didn't even notice that. That's funny. That's... And I don't know which scene it is with the mother. And the mother's blind too, so that's yeah. that's important. Yeah, the, the um, yeah, that reminds me of when I used to watch uh, Wuxia series on YouTube and stuff, or on Viki. And on Viki, uh -huh. they would always give you a percentage of how much the subtitles had been translated. And anything, I think it was like there was a magic number, like anything under ninety-seven percent, you were not going to understand enough to follow the plot. Like you would think it's only three percent of the 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 text but three percent turns out to be 
pretty essential yeah. for understanding important plot developments. But anything like over 98 or whatever, you you could get by. And if it was in the 99 to 100, you were, you were golden. But most of the programs on there, there were always going to be sections where you wouldn't have 100% subtitles. Um, occasionally, you get some that were 100%. But... You know, the, that that seems to fall into the very low percentage category where I didn't even pick up on the fact that some of this was missing. Um, but uh, and they, I, I again, because of the Wu-Tang channel, I feel like that seems like something they might have left in for the charm. Of right. The old school vibe of, you know, watching these on VHS or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that um, or watching them on TV. Yeah, it definitely uh, looked like it was taken directly from a VHS. That's like the. The what is it? The Ghost Faced Killer is that the name of the movie? I think it's Ghost Faced Killer is the name of the movie. I could have it wrong. It's a Polly uh, uh, Polly Quan film. Um, th- that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, you've seen that. that one, right? Yeah, that that one's so chopped up and uh, and uh, but uh, you know, I don't know. I I I don't really mind that. My my rule with that is if the story's good or if the fighting is especially good, that can very much balance out any issues that you know you might have with the quality right. of it some people have a really hard time i've noticed watching those ones though because when we've done those when we've had reviews on the program the ones where the image quality is bad or whatever unless it's a really really good movie those can be harder i find for people to get through um but but again that but this channel is generally pretty good it's just enough that it's like nostalgic I find right. is, is I think the, the vibe. Um, and also they have like so many damn movies on there. It's crazy. Like there's a, like it's hard to find movie. Like it's hard to find movies cause they have so many. Right. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, I don't know any, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I missed on, uh, I think I got everything that I wrote down. Um, I mean, basically <laughs> my, 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 not like my, condensed review that i wrote to myself for the movie is a slow burn that starts to heat up that was yeah. uh, that was how i described the movie um so you know i'd say i'd say that's that's about it um yeah and so uh yeah you can find it on the wu-tang clan channel and and again it's been a while so we apologize if we you know haven't been on very often but the every i think everything in the world is kind of grinding to a halt and not not operating at the same rate that it used to so um you know is uh uh and 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 everybody has a lot of things going on so so yeah so uh you know i I don't know when we'll do another one of these but when we do we'll 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 certainly post it up again and until next time we will talk to you later